This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, it's Kayla. Candace. Candace, that's your cue. Candace. Oh, wait, that's right. You guys, Candace is unable to be here to record because she is shooting this week. We are so excited for her, and we know that you're all wondering what she's working on, and we will be sure to have her tell you all about it when she's back. But for now, we're all still a bit directionally challenged, right? That's right. We thought we would have it all figured out by the time we were in our 30s, but surprise, we don't. Nope, we don't. And that's okay, right? 
right? Of course it is. Of course it's all right. I don't have anyone else here to tell me that it's okay. (laughs) So I'm just going to tell it to myself because sometimes that's what happens in life, right? We have to be our own cheerleader. Well, today is another great episode and it's a really important episode. We're going to discuss paid leave. And this is a conversation that we have been wanting to have for a while here at Directionally Challenged. And we're honored to be able to sit down with Don Hucklebridge from Paid Leave for All to take an in-depth look at what paid leave is exactly and why the United States is one of the only countries in the world that doesn't guarantee paid leave. That's right. You heard me correctly. There are 193 countries in the United Nations, and just a few do not mandate paid parental leave. That's including New Guinea, a few island nations in the South Pacific, and the U.S. In the U.S., that means a lot of moms and dads go back to work much sooner after the birth of their baby than they would like because they can't afford unpaid time off. And not only that, quite simply, the consequence of not having a paid family leave policy is that millions of people in this country are not able to be with their families when they're needed most. So this isn't just about the right thing to do. It's also about the economic benefits for our country. And I know that I'm not the first one to argue that this is not just a women's issue. That's why I included you, dads. But if we keep framing it as an individual woman's problem and not understanding that it's actually a massive problem that affects our country and our future, we're never going to see real change. In most countries, families rely on income from both parents, from the mom and the dad, and families can't afford to have a lengthy period without income from one of them. And at the same time, newborns absolutely need parental care. So this is a fundamental piece of social insurance and what governments do as part of their social security. It it really is common sense. There are powerful long-term studies that show providing paid maternity and paternity leave, for example, lowers infant mortality. And beyond this, we know that women who have sufficient paid maternity leave are much more likely to breastfeed, and breastfeeding lowers the risk of all sorts of infectious diseases, and it increases and improves cognitive outcomes, and it benefits the woman's health. And I can't stress enough that paid leave isn't just for paternity and maternity leave. It's also for families who need time to heal from illness or injury to help a loved one recover from a surgery or to ease their passing. These are truly essential life moments that we all experience at one time or another. So we're here to ask the question, why? Why are we still debating something that 82% of Americans agree with? That's right. You guys heard me right. 82% of employees agree that Americans should be able to take paid leave. And apparently that level of support makes this about as popular as chocolate, which is weird. I read that statistic and I thought that was so weird because who are the 18% who don't believe in paid family leave and also don't like chocolate for that matter? I mean, I don't know about you, but if you don't like chocolate, I don't know if we can be friends. But we'll save that conversation for a later date because today we are going to sit down with Don Hucklebridge. I am so excited to introduce Don. Don is the director of Paid Leave for All, a growing nonprofit national campaign to win inclusive paid family and medical leave for all working people. 
She has a lot of experience in political organization and building early stage programs and campaigns. She graduated from the London School of Economics and Political Science with a master's degree in gender and social policy. She earned her bachelor's degree from Northwestern University, where she studied communications and political science. She has held leadership positions at Supermajority, Planned Parenthood, American Bridge, People for the American Way, and the Barbara Lee Family Foundation. And that's just the beginning of all of her accolades. So I am really excited, you guys. Without further ado, here is my conversation with Don Hucklebridge from Paid Leave for All. And we are back with Don Hucklebridge. Don, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This is such an important conversation to have. It's interesting. I read that the United States is one of the only countries in the world that doesn't guarantee paid leave. And as soon as I read that, I knew we had to have this discussion. And I'd love to talk about how paid leave isn't just a women's issue. There's a, there's so much more to it. It's not something that's just nice to have. It's imperative for our economy, for our future, that we get this in place. And, you know, this includes mothers returning to work two weeks after giving birth and employees forced to leave the workplace early to care for a terminally ill family member. I mean, these it's crazy to me because these are real life moments that we all experience and our current laws don't support them. So we want to start from the very beginning for our listeners so they can fully comprehend all of this. Can you take us through what the current laws are right now at the federal level? So first of all, you gave the best introduction. I feel like my job here is done. There's not much else to say. (laughs) I guarantee Um, that's not true. (laughs) No, but yes. Um, So currently, we do have some protections in place under FMLA, which I'm sure some of you listening have heard of before. Um, It has been in place for decades now. But really, all that guarantees you is you can take unpaid time off of work. And it actually doesn't apply to a lot of people. Um, So what's amazing is right now we are one of only two countries in the entire world that has no form of guaranteed paid leave for workers. Um, So we are fighting for something that, frankly, we we should have had years ago. I mean, in this year, in in one of the wealthiest countries in the world, it's an embarrassment and it's a tragedy. Um, And it was a crisis long before the pandemic. But I think the pandemic really made it very clear and, and helped us see how critical it was to economic security, to families' well-being, to public health, to racial and gender equity, to all kinds. I mean, I, I love to talk about paid leave because I see it as sort of this silver bullet solution mm. to these overlapping crises that we've seen over the last year or two. It's so um, interesting you say that. It does seem like the pandemic has proven what is truly essential, which jobs are truly essential. And The truth is they kept our country and our world going. And most of them are the ones who don't have access to paid leave, correct? That's completely right. Um, Essential workers, frontline workers were not only less likely to have paid leave for their job before, um, but when we had just this temporary sort of emergency paid leave law last year, most of them were cut out of it. So it's, it's an you know, insult to injury. Um, but we have a chance now. We have a historic chance to finally, you know, to, to use the line, build back better, um, to learn something from a crisis and to make some change that should have happened a long time ago. But yet it is still a historic moment now to, to finally do it. it. I think it's really important to hear 
personal stories of people who have experienced this because sometimes it feels like a broad issue. And if it doesn't affect us personally, then it's something we might care about, but we don't we don't become actively involved in trying to find the solution. What I love so much about your website, paidleaveforall.org, is it has specific stories from people who um, volunteer and work with your organization. Um, I'm wondering, I, uh, do you have any personal stories that have come into Paid Leave for All that you really that find are compelling that you can share with us? So many. And I will add, (laughs) we're actually building that out. So we're going to make that much more beautiful, robust page soon. And we would love to hear stories from all of you. So we hope you'll find us on social media if you're listening and and share them. Um, But we all have them because every single one of us at some point in our lives is going to need to give and receive care. So we have this, uh, we call them the Voices of Workers, uh, an advisory group of uh, really directly impacted workers who have become activists because of their personal experiences. That's really moved them um, to get involved and try to change something so that this doesn't happen to other families and other workers. Um, So a couple, you know, there are many, I think we have like 15 now. Um, But you know, the the woman, um, Bethany in Massachusetts, this one always sticks with me because my personal paid leave story is, is related to being a mother. That's certainly, there are all kinds of experiences, but this one always stays with me because I remember how hard it was for me to go back to work with, with you know, a couple of months of paid leave. She went back within three weeks wow. and um, her story is that she, you know, had a C-section and got cleared to, to be able to go back to work. But she said... She was sitting on the floor. I think she was working at a preschool and um, playing with the children on the floor. And she said the pain from sitting, you know, her C-section stitches were felt like they were ripping open. And she says, but that pain was nothing compared to the pain that I could be with other people's children, but not my own brand new child. Oh. So that one, that one stays with me. I mean, there's fathers who only had a couple of weeks and wanted to be with their new children. We have right. Um, That's one of the stories that I read that really yeah. rang true for me too. You have someone on your website, Danny from California, mm-hmm. who took paid leave under his state's program and mm-hmm. was able to care for his newborn. But without that, he would not have been able to do that. And it is a woman's issue, but it's also a men's issue, especially absolutely when it comes to childbirth, because both parents do want to be there to, to get to know this new human that is now a part of their family. Yeah. And I think it's it's our laws are just caught in a different sort of, you know, it wasn't even that that's how family function families functioned years ago. We have this idea, this notion, but that was never the case that it was just all women stayed home and, and fathers worked and everything right. was just sort of heteronormative. And it, right. no, it was never that way, but it's certainly not now. Right. And um, so this is something that impacts fathers. It's something that impacts um, children because you know, soon all baby boomers are going to be over the age of 65. And I think they're going to want to have kids who can take time off to be with them as Mm -hmm. they're aging and and going through, you know, transitions and and illness and life experiences. Um, And I'll also add, you know, Chris Garcia from Colorado, who's one of our our worker leaders, um, tells a story that he couldn't get a couple of days off to be with his his dying father and had to make the decision to take him off life support over the phone while he was at work. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. And I think, you know, this this pandemic did make it more clear the tragedy of dying alone. But the truth is that was happening even before. Um, And no one should have to do that. So. And you had mentioned that you have a personal story. Would you mind sharing that with us as well? No, I'm happy to. 
And I think it's something we all need to do more is kind of lift up the curtain and talk about these experiences in our lives. Because if we don't, you know, we just see joyful pictures and hear great stories and, and we think everything is fine in this country. And, and not that actually, you know, caregivers and mothers are falling apart. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, and I'm always, it's a little difficult for me sometimes because I also feel very privileged, you know, that in the fact that I was uh, of the privileged few who did have paid leave for my job. You know, I had health care. I had a supportive family and community and all of these things. But it's good for us to hear the success stories as well so that we can continue to make this work for everyone. Completely. And also, you know, the experience still nearly broke me. Um, so what I always say is if it was this hard for me with the, the resources and the supports that I had, um, I don't know how most people truly get by in this country. You know, four and five workers have no paid family leave through their jobs at all. Um, but so my story was that, you know, I gave birth. Um, my, my son is now six. Um, and I was able to sort of piece together paid leave through with my employer. Um, it wasn't enough, but it was something, as I said, it right. was, that was um, that was special that I did have some dedicated paid family leave. I did have, I used all of my paid vacation days. I used my paid sick days, which I will say no one should have to do. Those are different <laughs> dedicated kinds of, of leave. Um, but what I found is that, you know, I knew it would be hard. I knew that I wouldn't sleep much. I was afraid of that. I was afraid of the challenge and like, you know, becoming a parent and, and losing those freedoms. But it wasn't until I gave birth that I think I realized how truly hard this country is on parents and on mothers mm -hmm. in particular. I mean, my, my recovery, you know, it, it, it took well into a year and I had a fairly routine delivery and, and it just made me think about the women, um, one in four who go back to work within two weeks of giving birth. You know, I, I truly don't know. You're, you are still so much healing is going on. Um, right. They call it the fourth trimester. We've done an episode on that, on, uh, about that on this podcast, because it is something that's not talked about enough. Completely. So yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I was very, you know, I was still healing. It was a hard physical recovery for me, but also, you know, my child, he was, thank God he was healthy, but he had really bad colic. And I don't know if anyone has heard about this, but it meant he basically screamed for hours on end, which a lot of babies do, but like it was nonstop. And, um, he couldn't, he didn't sleep much at all. He would only stop screaming if I was holding him, um, and usually standing and usually moving. <sighs> So, you know, I basically for, and I did have some help. My family helped a ton. Um, but for the better part of a year, I didn't really eat much, sit much, sleep much, put my child down, except when I was at work. Um, and I remember, you know, there's this one vivid memory I have of kind of like having to go to bed with him and try to hold him at like seven where it was still light out to try mm -hmm. to, you know, calm him. And just like looking outside and feeling so trapped and you know, tears coming down my face. And just thinking, what if I, what if I didn't have any paid leave? What if I didn't have all the things that I do? How would I have survived this? And I remember after a year of not sleeping, you know, I was at the end of my rope. And yeah. um, so just to say that, that becoming a parent is hard everywhere. It is a transition. It is harder for some than others. Uh, but this country absolutely needs to value it more. And it needs to value families more by making some real structural changes. Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend. Plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly.
we're back. I have a friend who's Swedish and she is now living in the United States and having her children in the United States. But what she is used to is the way that Sweden goes about (laughs) childcare and um, mothers and fathers having both of them have a year off of paid leave. I think with in some instances, the mothers have two years off. But could you imagine if we were able to work that out here, the difference that that would have made for you, for anyone listening when they if and when they just choose to have children or anyone caring for a sick parent or a sick relative, because you're right, at some point, every one of us will have to give care or receive care and we will need that support. It's interesting when I was researching this topic, I realized how much having a child affects women in the workplace and not men as well, but more so women. And when women become mothers, they face what they call a motherhood penalty at work. Employers are less likely to hire them. And when they do hire a mother, her salary is lower. To me, that makes no sense. Well, you're right. And it makes no sense for a couple of reasons. One is that fathers usually get paid more after they become fathers. What? And like, and this is a no brainer for anyone who, who's a mother in the listening, but mothers are much better in the workplace. <laughs> you know, we know how to multitask and um, how to get stuff done and be efficient and, and think sort of for, you know, the bigger group. But in any case, no, it, you're absolutely right. Why, why do you think fathers get paid more? Uh, oh, gosh. I mean, we could go for, I mean, hard to say, but I think there is a sense of, probably this historical misperception that men don't, you know, that they're not doing as much work at home, that there is someone, probably a wife, a mother at home who's doing all that work. Um, So I think there's this perception that they're going to be a stable sort of family man, but they won't be, you know, um, held back at all by the work because the assumption is the caregiving is going to be done by, by a woman in this sort of very, again, heteronormative, you know, understanding of families. But I will say within those kinds of families, it is, it is still true, of course, that women do the majority of the, of the caregiving and of the work. Um, but it is, it is unbelievable the the barriers that we face in this country today still as, as women and caregivers. I don't understand the idea of having lower salaries, but more mouths to feed. And do you think that, you know, the people making these decisions are usually male, hetero male? I, I'm wondering if that's part of in it. In terms I of don't policy? Know. Yeah. Yes. I mean, so, I mean, this is, a, you know, a lot of what I used to do in, in past jobs was um, trying to elect more, more women, more people of color, more people with diverse lived experiences into political office. And I think that's a big part of it. Um, because we obviously in this country, we still have a vast majority are men, vast mm-hmm. majority are white men, vast majority are white men of, of means. Um, and if you've never had to live that, if you've never had to worry about what happens if I can't take a paid sick day, if you've never had to think about what if I have to go back to work within two weeks of have, welcoming a new child, if you've never had to think about if I get sick, God forbid, if something happens to someone in my family, um, if you just know that you'll be okay, it may not seem like a crisis. It may not seem like an urgent economic priority we have to fix today. Right. Um, so I think that matters a lot. What, uh, h- how you represent the people you serve and, and what you've lived in your own life. 
Right. I think that's why it's so important that we do continue the fight to get different representation in office. Um, now, speaking, uh, you had mentioned, I saw on your Instagram, you had gone through President Biden's, I guess, proposal, right? It's called American Families Plan. And can you take us through that? Because that's something that I really want to understand fully. And I want to make sure our listeners do as well, because this is our possibility and our attempt to get on the right track. You're absolutely right. Um, So I will say we are thrilled. This is the first time a sitting president has put forth a comprehensive plan and commitment to paid family and medical leave. Wow, that's Um, huge. The very first time this has happened. In, the, in this way, yes. Wow. Um, so this is historic. And so we are so you know appreciative and it was a big moment. Um, so what they are putting forward is a plan for all working people to have, it's, it's looking at sort of a 10 year window. Uh, they want all working people to have 12 weeks of paid family and medical leave. So whether you get sick, whether you welcome a new child to your family, whether you need to care for someone in your family. And actually what I will say that is really wonderful is family isn't bound by blood. It's sort of like you're, you're this expanded definition of what family means. And that's in the proposal as well? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Okay. Yeah, it's great. And, um, and also something that's really important to know that isn't talked about as much that I think is important is it also deals with um, needs around military deployment. So it's something that impacts military families too. Meaning, can you explain further? So, yeah, I mean, if there is when someone is being deployed, if there is an injury, you know, needs arise with a family. And this is something that would address that. Um, There's also a safe time. So if you're dealing with um, domestic violence or assault or um, uh, stalking, you know, this is it would provide some time for that. And they've even actually put in some time for bereavement. Wow. Um, So it's it's a really thoughtful, um, comprehensive, equitable plan. Seems like they've thought about humanity and humans yes. for the very first time. What a concept. They've, they've acknowledged sort of the realities of our experiences. Um, but I'll say it's it's wonderful. And um, it is now in Congress, though. Congress is, is who has to get this done and push this over the finish line. And I will also commend um, one of the key kind of committees in Congress jurisdiction is the Ways and Means Committee. And uh, Chairman Neal of that committee has also put out a wonderful plan, um, which is also for 12 weeks of paid family and medical leave. And so we are thrilled about that. Um, and, and we just see that this is the window. This is the time uh, coming out of this pandemic. We cannot remain, as we started this conversation, with the only countries in the world that has no form of paid leave. Right. And we have some really good, strong proposals um, that would provide time for you and for your family. And, um, we are eager to get them done. Wow. Um, you know, it's funny that when I was reading about it, it said statistically that 90% of voters support this. They support paid family medical sick leave. And that's mind blowing that 90% of voters support this. And we still have yet to achieve it. So you had said it's at Congress. Now, Is there anything we can do? Anyone listening, you, me, I mean, you obviously are already so active in this, but I want to make sure we talk about the steps that we can do to help support um, this happening. Absolutely. There's something every single person listening can do. Um, So you're right that over 90% of voters support passing paid leave in a comprehensive plan to help families. This has been consistent. We do polling all the time. This is one of the most widely supported policies in the country. Super majorities of both political parties support it. 
uh, the majority of small businesses. I mean, across the board, battleground state, red, blue, wherever you go, it's you're right. Um, so what we need to do is we need to make sure that your elected officials know that. Mm. Um, so it is, you can call them. Um, you can, you know, the easiest thing is you can go to the switchboard. I wonder if I can remember the number. I think it's 202-224-3121. I'm Googling it as I say that. I was just going to say, I can (laughs) Google it for you. I got it right. It is 202-224-3121. That will bring you to the congressional switchboard. And you can ask for your member of Congress, your senators or your representatives by name. Um, and you can ask them to pass paid leave at the earliest opportunity this year. And there should be an opportunity. And then um, you can go to our website, which is also, if you only have 30 seconds, go to paidleaveforall.org, click take action. And there is a page where you can literally just click a button and it will find the same thing, your members of Congress, and tell them that you want paid leave for all. Um, you can find us on social media. We're always kind of plugging opportunities for people to get involved, events, um, things to tweet, things to post, things to gram, all of that, because it all adds up. Mm-hmm. And there's a, we just want to make sure there's an awareness here that people are aware that this is happening, that they can contribute to it, because this is not a political issue. This is a, mm-hmm. an issue just about humanity and people helping people and making Completely. sure that we're all in this together. And um, I do know that some states already have. Um, okay, I guess what I want to do is ask you because I'm not sure. I'm sure you know more than I do about this. But um, some states have paid family leave in place, right? Mm-hmm. Do all of them have it in place? And and if so, what states are doing well and in good shape? What states aren't? Yeah. So um, it's a great question. There are nine states in the District of Columbia who have passed paid leave laws which is amazing. It's added to the momentum. It's created new rights for a lot of people. But what we need is something that is just comprehensive because this this shouldn't be obviously, it shouldn't depend on your zip code or who you work for. You know, I'm not as interested in breaking this down business by business. We need to have a law that makes this universal. So yes, yeah, so there are there are a handful of states that have great laws, um, and we've learned a lot from them. We've learned a lot about how to improve the policy, what works, and what's really great is we've done a lot of research. Um, I shouldn't, you know, I haven't personally done the research, but there's been a lot of great research done, um, and has found that it has been, you know, beneficial across the board. That it either didn't hurt or it helped businesses' bottom lines. I mean, that's been consistent. Wow that it helped families, public health outcomes and their well-being. You know, it, 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 this is something that will impact maternal mortality rates, infant mortality rates, um, sets you up for success in the long term. Uh, you know, when we're talking about children. And then when right. you're thinking about people's um, adults recovery, it helps them recover faster to have mm-hmm. people they know and love with them. Um, we know this is something that uh, lowers turnover. It keeps good workers out of business. Uh, and it helps their productivity, their performance, and then therefore the profitability of the company. Um, it makes people happier, honestly. Like it makes sense. <laughs> it <laughs> and, does. And I think to your point, if there's something we should have learned, you know, beyond the data and the research from this pandemic, it's just how important it is for us to be there for each other. Right. And and to spend time and to be there when people are really in our most joyful and our hardest moments, we should be able to be there. And it's a given in almost everywhere in the world, except for here. That's fascinating. Now, I think there are some people out there 
who feel like someone can take advantage of this, right? There, and what do you think that looks like and how can we help this? Uh, how can we prevent this from not from happening? Yeah, it's a great question because I think that is sort of an assumption is that, of course, this could be abused or there could be fraud. And we've looked at programs in the States. There is literally almost none. I mean, I, I think there is literally not. Actually zero. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think, you know, it's not just like you anyone can take it. You know, there has to be some documentation. There's a thoughtful process to it. Um, and, and it's just not an issue. It's not a problem. And again, we're not seeing that, like, people are losing money left and right. This is something that's been a boon for businesses. It's been a support for them. Mm-hmm. And especially the programs that we're looking at would really help um, businesses manage that kind of turnover and help them be more resilient. Uh, and it would help our economy overall. I mean, I think we've done some looking at some of the studies passed with other kind of care policies. Um, passing paid leave would yield millions of new jobs, um, billions in wages. Families families lose $22.5 billion a year because of a lack of paid leave. And over time, it would create trillions in GDP. Um, so this is, again, this should be common sense. This right. is really a, a win for everybody. So we talked about how our listeners can get involved at a national level. Um, if once they do that, is there anything that they can do on a more grassroots level, a more local level to not only, you know, help you guys get this accomplished, but kind of spread the word and make sure that people are aware of this. Because like I said earlier, I genuinely think awareness is the one of the biggest factors that if people aren't aware that this is happening, then then it could possibly go unnoticed and then therefore possibly not go through. You're right. I think um, it's, you know, some people think this is a complicated issue and, and right. you know, paid leave can mean different things. And so what we need to make clear is we have no paid leave in this country. And now we have an opportunity to change that and it will transform everyone's lives. Um, so there's all kinds of things you can do beyond what I just said, but like the social media and our website mm-hmm. and calling your Congress people. Um, we're going to be holding sort of grassroots field events throughout the summer. Um, we'll be posting about those online. So we oh, hope you will great. follow us. Yeah. And there'll be everything from like having ice cream sandwiches for kids out in the parks to um, virtual lobby days um, to kind of bigger um virtual events and hopefully some in-person events. So we would love to get you involved. We'd love for you to take part in those, whether yes. it is remotely or in person as, as safe. Um, and I would just also encourage you to, this is something you should tell people about. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this impacts you, if you care about being able to take time with a new child or an ill parent or a, you know, a loved one in need and recovering. If you want to be able to have time for yourself, God forbid something happens, um, so you're not worried about losing your job or your paycheck, we hope you'll get involved and we hope you'll talk about it with your family and your neighbors and say, this is the time. This is the moment. Right. And I think it's important for our listeners to know you can also share this podcast with your friends because sometimes people do think it's a political issue, so they don't bring it up because it's kind of a hard conversation to have. But there are tools. I mean, share the paid leave for all website too. just do anything to share to create awareness around it. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. And we're back. What is Paid Leave for All exactly? Can you walk us through your organization? Happy to. So, so Paid Leave for All is a campaign, a national campaign of organizations who are all fighting together to pass a uh, paid family medical leave law in the United States. So we are a growing collaborative. We now have 25 organizations on our steering committee. Uh, Happy to welcome more. Uh, This (laughs) represents tens of millions of workers and families and unions and and all kinds of people across this country. Um, And we were uh, launched just actually at the end of 2019. Oh, wow. With the idea that we needed... um, this very coordinated, robust effort to get this law over the finish line, not knowing we were about to be, you know, hit with this pandemic and how kind of we would have to really fast track this work. Um, but it's been an honor and a privilege to kind of help lead this work alongside so many other organizations during the this crisis. And to again, as I said, to see the sort of this light at the end of the tunnel. Right. I think you guys are that light at the end of the tunnel. I'm so happy to have had this conversation with you, Dawn. I think it's a really important conversation to have. Um, what advice do you have for those listening? What what any any sort of like last little tidbit you can leave with us so that we can really be invigorated to move ahead and help? I would say just to remember that this is a moment, you know, we've we've been through a rough year. (laughs) All of us in some, some ways more tragic than others, but it's been hard for everyone. And this to me is the hope. This is the light at the end of the tunnel is that we can come out of it, learn something and make history, pass a law that will help every working family in this country. And so I would just ask you again to think of what role you can play in that. And -hmm. if you think your voice doesn't matter, that's not true. You know, every single email that's sent, every call that's logged to a person, your senator or your representative is noticed. It makes a difference. And that is what they pay attention to. How many calls am I getting about this? You know, how many, how many stories am I hearing? 
Really? So please. Yeah. Oh, I didn't absolutely. Because I think it is so easy to assume that you make one phone call and it gets lost in the shuffle and you don't realize that you can be a huge part of that statist- statistic. Absolutely. It's easy to forget that your voice matters and it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so please do make the call. It'll take you one minute. Do send the email. Do tell your story. Do care. Um, again, because this is a, a moment that could be once in a generation opportunity to help people's lives. And we hope you'll, uh, you'll join us and get involved. Uh, well, that's amazing. Dawn, thank you so much for joining us today and starting this incredible discussion. We'd love to, you know, continue to talk to you about this and, um, hopefully you can keep us informed on where everything is going and maybe you'll come on and we'll be cheersing and celebrating because we finally have this paid leave for all. That would be incredible. I will come back for the, for the champagne toast. When Deal. We Deal. Right. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for all you do. I don't know about you guys. I feel invigorated after that conversation. There's one thing I do want to go through that I feel like we didn't go as in depth on as I had hoped. Um, I want to talk about what President Biden's proposal entails. Just a few more details that I want to share with you guys so you can understand it because before researching this episode, I was aware of it, but I didn't really know all the details. So we know it's officially called the American Families Plan. But did you know it's a $1.8 trillion investment? That's right, a $1.8 trillion investment in education, childcare, and paid family leave. Some of the highlights include childcare funding for parents, free community college for students, paid family and medical leave. I really want to point out, I feel like I can't stress enough how this isn't a political issue. It's a what kind of world do we want to live in issue. It's it's a what kind of world do we want to leave for our future generations issue. The sincere hope we have is that all of this conversation will lead to actual forward movement and momentum on an issue that is so vital to American working families. But this is an issue that has remained unchanged um, at the federal level for far too long. It's interesting, talking to Dawn and hearing her story made me consider my own. Obviously, most of you know I have a sweet little girl, Poppy, and um, I am realizing on a personal note how lucky I got that I didn't have to go back to work two weeks after I gave birth. I was able to spend time with Poppy uh, to learn how to care for an infant. And I remember before I was a mother thinking, oh, it just comes naturally, right? Like it just, yeah, your instincts kick in. I mean, yes, that's true. But once she was here, she was so teeny tiny and she came early. She was barely six pounds. I just kept looking at her and thinking, oh my gosh, I have to keep her alive. I am the one who's responsible for her. I mean, obviously my husband was there to help as well. I don't want to not give him credit. He did a lot. But it was this feeling I had of, wow, this massive responsibility that I've never experienced before in my life. Um, I took all the classes. I read the books. But nothing can really prepare you for what it takes. And if you're a mom and you're listening right now, you know, you get it. And if you're not, that's okay. Take my word for it. Um, I just am thinking now how I can't imagine experiencing this for the first time and then following all of that up with, okay, I've got two weeks to get the hang of this before I go back to work. It's hard to fathom that. And the horrible truth about this is for so many Americans, that is their reality and will be their reality. So um, I went back to the website paidleaveforall.org. And uh, I was reading through some of the stories and there was one that really hit me. 
And I want to share it with you guys um, because I think it relates to all of us. This is Chris Garcia's story, and Chris lives in Colorado. Um, And I want to read you Chris's story because it really could happen to any of us listening right now. So um, here are Chris's words, and I quote, My father battled congestive heart failure and kidney failure and required surgery. I requested time from work to go to Texas to take care of him, but I was only allowed four unpaid days. On top of the anguish of not being there when he needed me most, those four days of unpaid time meant I fell behind on my car payment and I couldn't pay my lighting bill. I was at my job when I got the call from his doctor telling me he wasn't going to be able to make it. The doctor had to ask me over the phone if I wanted to take my father off life support. All I could think about was my father being alone as he took his final breath. That day was the turning point for me. End quote. I get so emotional rereading Chris's story. It's really heartbreaking because no one, no one, no one should have to let go of a parent this way. I mean, he did everything he could to try to be there, but he didn't get to say goodbye to his dad. And whether you're a parent, a child, a grandparent, this is all of our issue. Take away all the rules and the laws and everything. This is a necessity. I mean, at its basic human level, we need change and we need it now. So we want this episode to make a statement. We want us all to join together and be a part of this change. Because now we have the facts. We're educated enough on this topic to make a difference. So what are we going to do about it? Right? We need to write our congressman or congresswoman. We can call in. We can tweet about it. Talk about it with our family. We can join Paid Leave for All or other organizations that support this. We want to join Paid Leave for All and other organizations that support this because after all, we are all in this together. We know that this was a lot of information this episode. We thank you guys for listening. We're grateful to have you on this journey with us, learning and growing alongside us. and. We really want to hear from you. I mean, as we're coming out of this truly hard year, I feel like that doesn't even describe what we just went through hard, but you guys know what I mean. We want to know how we can help you on your journey to recovery. I mean, this pandemic was, it's hard to even put into words. We've all been through this together. We're all recovering. This pandemic was hard on each and every one of us. It's affected us all in so many different ways, but it's affected us all. So, We at Directionally Challenge want to know what topics you want to hear about. If you have a great suggestion for an episode, we want it. We are here on this journey together and we need each other now more than ever. It's funny. I have a cute little story I wanted to share. I was doing a virtual convention last week for um, the Vampire Diaries and so many of you showed up virtually, of course, in your Directionally Challenged gear and I was so so honored. And what I loved so much about it was being able to connect with you guys and hearing what episodes really rang true with you, which ones helped you right when you needed it most. And I felt so lucky to be able to connect and discuss this with you. And and I want you listening to know that this is why Candace and I came up with this podcast in the first place is to connect with each and every one of you. So thank you. Thank you for wearing your merch and reaching out. Truly, we love this community and we are so grateful for each and every one of our listeners. Um, Also want to say for those who ordered this next round of merch, we are 
so excited. It is on its way to you right now. Some of you may have already gotten yours, um, but just remember, some people may get theirs before others because geographically one destination is easier than the other. Um, but just know it's on its way to you right now. And once you get it, we really want you to share it with us on socials. We love, love, love seeing you guys in your gear. And we want to feature you on our Instagram at Candice Kayla. If you don't follow us already, hit that follow button for updates on episodes, merch, live shows, all the good things, basically everything directionally challenged. I don't know how many live shows we're going to be having just due to the pandemic, but hey, you know what? Once it's all done, we are down. We are so excited for it. Also, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out when you do that. Um, We read every single one of them. I have a few here that I want to read. We got a really great review from Hal. It says, love, 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 five stars. Thank you, Hal, for the five stars. Um, It says, I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast that was so educational yet fun. Candace and Kayla speak on so many important topics that just aren't spoken about enough, but they only ever speak kindly, honestly, and with background information. Also, are they not the cutest people ever? Wow, that's a really good one. <laughs> Thank you, Hal. That's amazing. We we really do try to make each episode educational yet fun. Another one from Soccer Star 91 says, love five stars. Thank you. Thank you. I am so grateful Candace and Kayla put They're all in this podcast. I was introduced to them, like many others, during high school on TVD and felt like I grew up with them and their characters. I love how, as more mature adults, not only do they offer sound and helpful advice and conversations, but they offer a fun and playful vibe that makes me feel like I'm experiencing all my teen firsts again. Oh, that's really cute. I love that. Um, There's another one called It's a Taurus Thing, and It's a Taurus Thing gave us a Another five stars. Refreshing. Love the content. I found myself in my 30s and rewatching TVD, and then I stumbled upon their podcast, and I love it. I hope you both read this. Great job. Well, we're reading it. How fun is that? There's another one, Morgan Higg, that says, wow, came across this when I saw it on Candace's Instagram page and have become obsessed, even though they are in their 30s and I'm 21. I feel like I can relate to them a lot and feel heard as a woman and all the things we go through. I would definitely recommend this to friends and family looking for a new podcast. Thank you. Um, You guys, that's another great thing you can do to help us out. Make sure you recommend the podcast to friends and family. We appreciate it so much. We have another great one from Sheila. It says, the best podcast. Wow. Thanks, Sheila. This one's another five stars. You guys, thank you so much. I started listening to this podcast this year, and I don't know what I would have done if I didn't. I'm a teenager, and this podcast has helped me so much. I love Candace and Kayla, and they talk about everything from society, anxiety, pregnancy, careers, etc. They also have amazing guests on. They're always so open and give great advice. Thank you. So you guys, remember to rate and review us. We do read them all, and we are constantly listening looking for new subjects and people to have on. So please continue to reach out. You can reach out on our Instagram. You can email us or you can also reach out on Apple Podcasts. We love hearing from you. Um, Thank you so much. And if you don't follow us both on our personals, you can go ahead and do that as well. It's at Candice King and at Kayla Ewell. And you can reach out to us there. We are so grateful for our incredible community and we love each and every one of you. We have another great episode for you coming next week. Same time, same place. And we will see you then. Bye-bye.
Directionally Challenged is a production of Pineapple Productions. Producer, Melissa DeMonts. Edited by Katrina Henning. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. Music by Joe King. And advertising partnership with ACAST.